0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmark East Podcast. We're so excited today to be talking to one of our favorite Hallmark stars that we like to do every Monday here on the Hallmarkies Podcast. And I'm so excited today to be talking to Fiona Vroom. This is so much fun. I'm Rachel. And Fiona, thanks so much for coming on the podcast.
1: It's my absolute pleasure to be here. Hi, everybody.
0: Yeah. So what we like to do for the podcast is we like to ask our guests to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what inspired you to become an actress.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Um, so I've been acting probably, you know, since I was about 11 years old. And the first time I ever stepped foot onto, onto the stage, I actually got quite addicted to that feeling, that rush of adrenaline that goes through your body when you're excited about something. And um, I started off as a dancer. So I danced. Uh, I I trained in ballet for for 20 years, actually, Um, and just got so, um, I fell in love with that feeling of of having an audience and and that feeling of entertaining. And and then I had my first acting gig when I was 11. And I played Mrs. Claus in the student production of like the Christmas musical. (laughs) And I made the audience laugh. And um, feeling their laughter was actually what what I fell in love with and so I just wanted to um continue to do that to make people happy to make people feel um to feel good and and that's I think was was the biggest part about me becoming an actor
0: so did you at, reach a point where you kind of had to choose whether you wanted to pursue ballet more or acting more or it just kind of work out that way
1: yeah, actually, that was, um, that was a big decision. Actually, it, it did come down to that. So I got quite competitive with ballet training all through high school. And when I was about 13, uh, I started singing and training and doing a lot of musical theater. And um, I was always part of, of community theater projects in, in my hometown, Vancouver, BC, which is Hollywood North. <laughs> and um, there, there came a point where I, as, a, as a dancer, I really had to focus. You know, I was dancing about seven hours a day, mm-hmm. and it was it was competing with, um, with all of the rehearsals that I wanted to go to to be part of these musical theater shows. And what ended up happening was I, I ended up actually, the ballet kind of fell to the sidelines, um, and I ended up going more the musical theater route. I, I studied at the Canadian College of Performing Arts, but I got in with a dance. Um, background, actually. That's how I got into the school. So Mm -hmm. ballet, even though I stopped making it a focus of mine, it was still uh, a big part of my training um, with acting. And it still is a big part of of acting. I think people with a dance background, you know, um, it's choreography, right? When you're on when you're on Mm -hmm. set, and you're on your mark, or you're playing with Whatever it is, they throw at you, walk walk down the street, walk and talk, grab this prop. You know, it's all choreography, right? You have to do it over and over again, and you have to replicate what you did. So ballet training has definitely helped hmm. in that a lot.
0: That's interesting. I wouldn't have thought of that. Huh. Yeah, and certainly yeah. the discipline that you need for for ballet, I'm sure, uh, comes into handy as well.
1: Yes, uh, the discipline, it really does teach you to work hard, and the hours that we go through on set, it's it's hard work to get through those mm-hmm. days sometimes mm-hmm. so yeah it's uh, the discipline training was good
0: so what were some <laughs> of the what were some of the musical theater that you did early on
1: oh i've done so many shows i love musical theater i've i've been in um annie grief oh. uh what were some other words um west side story was a favorite um the music man was a favorite of mine yeah one. chorus line Sound of music, um, yeah, guys and dolls. Like, I've done them all. I, I love musical theater. That's, it's definitely a, a passion of mine for sure. That's amazing. Well, if we
0: ever get our dream fantasy Hallmark musical, we'll have to make sure. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, my God. It has to happen. Yeah. That would be amazing. Right? Yes, the I Hallmark mean,
0: musical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense. Like, music is such a big part of Christmas. Totally. I mean, come
1: on. I can't believe it hasn't happened already. I, I know. I write it produce it. There we go. There's an idea.
0: You should uh, because there are so many people that are like great singers that could be, I mean, Mm -hmm. you could have Alicia Witt could be in it. You could have Nikki Deloach is a great singer. I mean, the list goes on. It would be amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it really would be. That would be an awesome all-star cast. Hey, Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And people love these, uh, you know, live musicals that they do on on uh, NBC or Fox or whatever. I mean, it would, totally. It would be so fun. So we're we're hopeful. <laughs> we, I mean, I, I, we wish that we had some sway in all of this, but we like to have our little fantasy movies that we dream up. But it would be, I think, it would do so well for him, and it would be so much fun. So hopefully,
1: hey, <laughs> be- you never know. Anything could happen in the Hallmark world, and I think a musical would be totally up the alley. totally. Yeah,
0: it would, and. So do you miss the doing live theater uh, since you do so much television and,
1: and uh, film? You know, it is always like, it just holds such a a special place in my heart, the stage, um, just because it was such a huge part of, of my life for so long. Mm -hmm. I would love to do a play again. I would love to go and be on Broadway. That, that is definitely a goal and something I, um, you know, I think is constantly in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's no, there's no other feeling like going, like stepping out on stage. Um, but my love for the the camera is, is totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also a big passion. It's just, it's just a different process.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I did, um, plays in high school. I mean, I was just in the chorus and stuff, but it was really fun. I was in uh, Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, yeah, <laughs> that one's a really fun one. Cause I think that, High school plays and musicals should be musicals that have lots of parts so people can, big chorus scenes, so as many people can participate as possible. Because uh, you got to get that. Definitely. You got to get people to realize that, you know, get excited about it. And if they can ever participate, then they're never going to get excited. They're never going to find out if they could be good at something. And, uh, so yeah, we did the, uh, we did the whiz, which was really fun. And, uh, and uh and birdie and some plays and uh, Oklahoma. It's a great one. The whiz yeah. is
1: so fun. Oh, Oklahoma is yeah. a great one. I love that one. Yeah.
0: So that's really cool. Well, so I think by IMDB that your first role was, was on site. Is that correct?
1: Uh, I do believe that was my first. On camera role, yeah, you are right. Good job, hundred <laughs> points for you.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, what was that like? I guess auditioning, getting your first role, uh, all of that, going back to two thousand and eight. It's been pretty exciting.
1: Wow, um you know, it was just such a different world coming from a theater background. And I mean, of course, I trained and worked hard at learning, uh, the camera before I started working in front of the camera. Um, it's just that it's a different beast and it's a different world. So when you step on set, um, of course I was prepared with all my lines memorized and, you know, ready to go out of the gate and, and on set, it's, it's different. You have one rehearsal for camera usually, and then, um, and then the lights and, and, and the lighting guys come in and they set everything up and then the actors are called back to set, and you go use the camera, they call action, and you do it. And, and then you do it again, and then you do it again, and again, and from a different angle, from a different angle, from a different angle, right? So it's, it's just a, a different process. And um, the world, you know, everyone works together. That's what I really love about acting um, on a show there's so many people that are bringing it all together to make it happen so that the audience can finally watch the finished product. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has a job from the props guy, they come and they give you, you know, your, your wedding ring and, and your watch and your purse. And they ask you, you know, do you need any other props for this scene? And then there's the lighting guys and they're, you know, they're doing their best to make you look glamorous all the time and, and then there's the camera operators and the director and the producers. like It's such a big working machine of collaboration that, to me, that is super exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. Was it super intimidating, though, when you first started?
1: Scary? Completely, completely intimidating. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. The, the first director I worked with... Um, his name's Mel Damsky, and I actually worked with him again on a Hallmark movie with Lacey Chabert. Uh, he directed yeah. me in, uh, like, ten years later. I guess it was. Um, he directed me and Lacey in one called uh, "What Did We Do Together?" Moonlight in, Vermont. in Vermont. Yeah, yeah, Moonlight in Vermont. Yeah. So I worked with Mel again ten years later, and he remembered me from from way back when. And I said to him, I was like you scared me so much because that was my first job. And I remember he told me this story. He was like, you remind me of my ex-wife. And I was like, oh, no, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> um, and, you know, I just didn't know at that time in my career, like uh, how to take that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, But working with him, working with him again, um, it, was, it was totally fine. And just knowing that everyone is feeling what you're feeling too. Like if I'm feeling scared, nervous, Everyone else is kind of feeling that way too, so just settle in and and have comfort that we're all in it together. Yeah, it gets easier, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah
0: I'm sure, okay. with more practice, the easier it gets. I've done of that. Totally, so that's really interesting. Uh, so yeah, you uh were in you had a show in 2000, I guess it started in 2011. That it called the True Heroines that. It says on IMDb that you helped, cre- it says creator. Uh, so I did create that show, yeah. yeah. So what's all? tell us all about about that.
1: Well, that so this show, The True Heroines, came out of a cabaret that I used to dance in. So cabaret is like, to me, it's like it was a musical theater for adults. You know, like it sure. was a little bit racier than a, a typical musical theater show. And we used to perform together, the true heroine. So me and Paula and my friend Giovanna, we used to perform together in in clubs all around Vancouver. And it was kind of like a drop-in show. And we did this for five years. We oh. ran this cabaret for five years. And it just became this big anomaly in Vancouver. Um, we sold out every show. There was lineups around the corner to come and see the true heroines. And um, the, the characters we created were inspired by our grandparents. And um, the show is actually about 1950s housewives with superhero powers. Huh. And yeah, it was um, kind of a dream role. Uh, I always thought women, well, I still think women are extremely talented and uh, brave in the roles that they play as mothers and raising families and um, they have to be extremely strong. And so we wanted to showcase just that. We wanted to showcase how strong women are. And in the 50s, um, you know, the juxtaposition of having it being a man's world was a really fun way to portray that. And then so having these women be, have superpowers also was like um, even, even added more excitement to that element of being in the 50s and being... Um, you know not having all the rights that we do nowadays of course Mm -hmm. so from the cabaret we created a web series and it was a little six-part web series that actually ended up doing really well it it went to the canadian screen awards and was nominated it won a leo award for best series and it it presented itself in festivals all over the world so i'm really proud of that show yeah that's great
0: so what superpower did you have (laughs)
1: Um, My character's name was Pearl Andrews, and uh, she was very shy. And um, so her her power was invisibility, Uh which allowed her to hide when she got nervous or when she got scared, but also to get herself out of some very sticky situations.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which which one would you would you pick if you personally, if you had, if you wanted, it, got a superpower, which one would you want?
1: Oh my God. That question is so funny because it's so hard to narrow it down. Right. Like, yeah, I I think it would be super awesome to be able to do things really fast. So our, our true heroines in the show, we had super speed, super strength, and mine was invisibility. And I, and they're all so crucial. Like, I think they're all so important, but I think it would be like, (laughs) Imagine in the morning if, if you could just get out of bed and like snap your fingers and you're already ready and your breakfast is already <laughs> ready, you know? Yeah, like, would yeah, yeah. be amazing? Uh, breakfast with, like, saving time
0: really would be pretty pretty good. Just boom, breakfast is there. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? Who couldn't need that? I mean, come on. That's yeah.
0: good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be amazing to be able to fly. Uh, I, that's gotta, yeah. That would be a really cool feeling. Uh, I mean, invisibility. I mean, it's interesting because you got like, you know, I mean, it sounds like they There's sort of like the housewife version of the Fantastic Four practically. You just need one more. <laughs> you can have, because. Uh, oh, really? yeah. I, I don't know if I really have anything that. I'm a pretty open book person, but yeah, if you were really shy like that, then I could see the invisibility. Uh, power coming into handy but uh or I guess if you if you were maybe it would probably be handy in like high school you know you could get all the dish all the you could start totally, up like a, yeah. a, like, a gossip girl kind of website with all the hidden secrets of the clips all the gossip
1: yeah it would be yeah pretty good That'd be, that'd be fun well you can watch true heroines on youtube it's, <laughs> yeah. it's up on the internet if you guys want to ever check it out um Ooh. the true heroines yeah it's on youtube you can watch it
0: good that's great well so your first role for hallmark was a small role in lucky and love in 2014 i believe yeah so have you ever heard of hallmark yep. did you know kind of what they did i know they don't have the channel in canada
1: yeah, Canada. we don't have a channel in Canada, but we, they, they, stream, they stream the shows on the women's network that we have up here. So I have seen a lot of the homework movies before, and um, they shoot up here in Canada a lot of the time. So we, yeah. um, so I had been auditioning for the network, you know, probably for a couple of years before I ended up booking with them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so we're lucky that we get all the a lot of the Hallmark productions up here. It uh, gives us a lot of work. We're really yeah. grateful
0: for that. You have been in a lot of fan favorites. I mean, Autumn Dreams, Once Upon a Holiday, Appetite for Love, Moonlight in Vermont, Miss Christmas, Flip That Romance, Sailing Into Love. That's quite a, a resume to have, uh, among others. And uh, so, and I also, I mean, you... We've, we've long joked that we want to have a, a, the first ever pageant of the Queens of Hallmark and you really can help <laughs> us with this because you've worked with Lacey Chabert, Candace Cameron, Bure, Brooke Dorsey, Taylor Cole, Jill Wagner. <laughs> I mean, that's gotta be. I've worked um, with
1: the best. I've yeah. worked with all the Hallmark Queens. Yeah. Everyone has been a, a really awesome, um, co-star like, I had such a great time working with Lacey. Uh, She works extremely hard. And she was, she had just had her baby when we shot Moonlight in Vermont. Her little one was only four months old. And she was, you know, breastfeeding in between takes and and working 12-hour days. Like, it was such an inspiration to see a new mom work as hard as she did. And she didn't skip a beat. And she was always, always so nice. You know, like, she's just a, a wonderful person to work with. Yeah. Um, Failing Into Love, the one that we just shot uh-huh. um, with uh, Leah Rant, Renee, she, uh-huh. She's also a dream, and she had two kids on set with her. So uh, these women, you know, they're such powerhouses, really. And and yeah. we're shooting, like, we shoot about 20 pages a day, like, on average. Sometimes we're doing six or seven scenes um, big scenes, like each scene could have five pages of dialogue. Uh, so it's like, it moves fast and your brain has to be really sharp and you have to be like on it all the time. So these women, I applaud them and I'm just there to support them. You know, I'm just totally like, I'm always there to support whatever they need. I'm like, what do you need? Do you want to run lines? You need, you need a break. What, what do you need? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I, I love how hearing that about how supportive Hallmark is, uh, for women, uh, you know, with their children, with the other things. Uh, I think that's really great. Just, it is. Yeah.
1: We're very lucky. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I know that the shooting of these films is very intense, uh, but, uh, it sounds like, uh, it's usually, even though it's stressful, it's usually a pretty positive experience on set and, and such.
1: Well, my my favorite place is being on set. It's my happy place. Like uh-huh. when I'm surrounded with people who are collaborating to make and tell these stories, it's um, I'm happy. Even when the conditions are bad and you know you're you're freezing, like we often shoot summertime movies in the winter, yeah, and and vice versa, we shoot winter movies in the summer just because of the turnaround time. Uh huh. So, you know, it can, we can be outside in February in Canada, and it's cold. It's, right. like, pretty cold out here, yeah. and we'll be in our summer dresses, you know, and we have to act happy and warm, and, like, it's summertime. So even when the conditions are, are not ideal, um, <laughs> I, it's being on set for me is, is still being in my happy place.
0: Yeah. Well, it must have been fun in this last one, Sailing Into Love, working with Lee Friedlander, a uh, female director, because she's she's the best. We love her. We interviewed her. I uh, love Yeah,
1: yeah. She is a rock star. She's actually one of my top directors I've ever worked with. Yeah,
0: yeah. She's she's so much fun, and uh, so that's cool. And uh, I, yeah, I've always wondered: Do you feel after making all of these Christmas movies all summer? Do you ever do you feel at all like Christmased out? Like when you get to the holidays itself you're like eh, I've already done that this year I'm done
1: <laughs> yeah it's like Christmas never ends in, in my world um, yeah. I, I love Christmas like getting ready for Christmas you know it's it's, it's very nostalgic and all the all the smells and you know the shortbread cookies in the oven and the, the pine and of the Christmas trees like it's if anything, it's it's more of like a n- nostalgia. Uh-huh, so shooting yeah. in the summertime, it can bring some good memories. Uh-huh. Um, I would I would say I don't say I get sick of it. I think it's just all fun, you know. Yeah. It's like oh, playtime. Cool.
0: You're not like if I see another thing of hot cocoa, I'm going to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I see one more Christmas sweater, I'm going to lose it. No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I mean do you get do you have to worry about like having enough liquids and stuff? you get overheated wearing these big jackets and stuff in the middle of the summer
1: yeah it it can be challenging it's, um, the The wardrobe people and hair makeup people they 'll come over with fans and they 'll be like holding umbrellas over your head to try to give you some shade uh-huh. uh, so yeah definitely the elements can be challenging for sure
0: yeah yeah, so moonlight in Vermont is an interesting one because you kind of. Uh, had a little romance which was fun with Jason Saramek's character with
1: my friend Jason yeah yeah
0: he's great and as uh, so that must have been kind of fun even though it wasn't the lead romance it was still pretty pretty well done pretty well developed and uh was that fun to do
1: oh yeah uh, Jason and I have known each other for years <laughs> and we've played I think we played romantic love interest two or three times yeah we played like husband and wife in a lifetime movie together and so I call he is my tv husband he's like my tv hubby and and he's so wonderful to work with I just was in LA uh last weekend at a film festival and I had to tape an audition so I called up Jason I was like what are you doing can you help me with an audition and and like in a in a moment's notice he was like sure no problem so he's just a really lovely guy. He's he's yeah. an Alberta boy, so he's like small town, um, you know, good-hearted guy. And and I'm just I'm lucky to to work with him. He he makes it easy for sure.
0: In the Lifetime movie, was he like a killer or something, or was it bad?
1: Oh, it, it was so funny. It was called um, Psycho Wedding Crasher. So uh, oh. it was <laughs> nice. Heather Morris was the the lead, and she was. Um, She was the the psycho, so she actually kidnapped Jason because she wants to marry him, and I end up saving him from her. Oh, good. So I become the hero in the movie, and that was super fun. Yeah, I think I saved him from the trunk of a car or something. He had been, like, kidnapped, and it was, yeah, it was funny.
0: (laughs) Psycho wedding crasher. They just had one this year called Psycho Granny. (laughs) Oh my
1: God, so good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I actually haven't seen it, but I just saw the images and I was dying laughing. It was a pretty grim Thanksgiving dinner, it looked like, from what I could see in the publicity. I
1: go, Granny. <laughs> yeah, We've true. all been there. Yeah. We've all, we all experienced that yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Grandma yeah. has too much sherry. <laughs> well, look out. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: so, but the other other favorite of mine that you've been in was Miss Christmas. I... I really, I love the writing in that movie. Joanne Bokin, her writing was so good, I think, in it. And Brooke was so lovely and Mark was so lovely. And one thing I really liked is I, I hate the, the, usually the portrayal of like, women is the ice queen of business kind of thing like oh she has a job so she's like a horrible person and i I hate that cliche that trope and i what i liked in miss christmas is i i just felt like oh my gosh her everybody in her office and everything like that i was expecting them to be all awful and like unreasonably mean (laughs) That's what happens a lot in these kind of things, but everybody was so nice and so supportive, and I thought that you and Brooke had a real nice chemistry and dynamic. And I, I don't know, I just really enjoyed the writing in that, and I liked, you know, when you come and visit her and and her helping her at the end, like putting the tree together, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? I love, I love
1: working with Brooke. Yeah. Brooke is awesome, and she's a she's a born Canadian as well, like myself. So we kind of bonded over that. Uh-huh. Um, but she she is a total sweetheart. That movie was really fun to work on, and I feel the same way about the way women are portrayed with their careers all the time, like having to choose between career or having to choose between the man. And I think I think Hallmark is, is doing the right thing these days portraying yeah. women you know, as being stronger and as being able to have their careers. And of course, we have to show that we support each other. I mean, I'm a huge fan of women. And like, like my show True Heroines that I created is all about like, girl power and girls coming together and like, women being strong and women being independent. So I think that the more we do that through the Hallmark Network, I think just I think the the more the viewers will respond to it, because that is what today is all about you know we have so much choice today in the world as women Um, so it's the way we choose to present ourselves how we want to be seen and how we want the next generation to see us too right we want we want the next generation to see us being strong women who support and lift each other up so I love Hallmark stories for that reason like i 'm I often play the best friend and I get to be the supporter I get to be the cheerleader for these women and i I get to help them through these tough decisions that we in our own life often go through as well
0: yeah, because it 's not that you don't have to make sacrifices for your career, you absolutely do and there's tough decisions that have to be made but the i don 't know just the whole idea that you know the that there's almost something unnatural about the working woman that was i think portrayed for a long time uh that uh, you know as opposed to the more maternal type woman i would would really you know irritate me <laughs> and, uh, and so i do appreciate that we've seen more of that that balance is at least possible and some more positive portrayals like i really liked uh love to the rescue this year i think that was a really good example of of a portrayal in a Hallmark movie of a mother, Nikki Deloach was so good in it, of her, you know, still fulfilling her goals in her career, but also finding romance. And I, I thought they did a really good job in that one. And so I'm glad to see that happening as well. So it's good. And I noticed, so do you like kind of mixing up sort of more edgy edgy material like Altered Carbon and, and you know, with this sort of lighter Hallmark stuff? Is that kind of... It, that kind of make uh, a more sort of satisfying, uh, you know, career experience
1: for you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're, we're fortunate here in Vancouver where, where I do most of my work that we have these, um, amazing American productions that come here and shoot. So the opportunities are there for me to, to play these parts. And, uh-huh. um, I've been really lucky with the parts that have come my way. Uh, I, I I guess I don't know. Maybe it's my red hair, but I I've been pigeonholed to play these these really strong women, these uh-huh. really like powerhouse women, like in Dirk Gently. I I'm I'm a CIA. I'm like head of the CIA. So, uh-huh. um, it's it's really cool for me to step into those positions and and play these powerhouse women. I love it. I have, love having that that um shift.
0: Yeah yeah for sure uh that's that's really cool and you know and then in the hallmark stuff you can we can be a little softer and uh a, yeah and a little bit more fun that i've that's got
1: um i've got two parts coming up i've got two parts coming out this next coming year uh-huh. um part of a show called snowpiercer it's gonna be oh. um on tbs and i play the teacher and so um it was awesome i got to work with kids throughout the season which is uh absolute dream come true and i've got another show coming out where i've i am been working with kids um you might have heard of it it was a series in the 90s called are you afraid of the dark Uh uh-huh and so they're remaking it Uh um it's gonna be all brand new and i i play the mom so again Uh i i've i've fallen into this this really nice um role of, of playing these nourishing but strong women that's
0: really cool so snowpiercer is that uh based on the movie
1: yeah, it's a huh. series starring Jennifer Connelly and huh. David Diggs, and it's going to air, um, it comes out in April 2020, and um, Are You Afraid of the Dark is going to be coming out in October of huh. 2020, just in time for Halloween, Sorry, yeah. uh, 2019, 2019, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs>
0: yeah, so is it like a school class that's on the train or something, or?
1: yeah so basically snow what happens is uh, the world has you know frozen over and we've been living on this train for seven years and um, so it just shows every aspect of life on the train from first class to third class to the tail end and um, the, there's kids on the train and so they're obviously they need to be taught and uh, that's where I come in so there's a classroom and everything on the train and it shows the the child's life and what we go through and how we live and stuff. It's pretty
0: cool. That is cool. I li- I really like the film. So that that's really yeah. It's it's based cool. on the film.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. That's very good. Uh, all right. Uh, my last question is just uh, when you've been on f- like feature films like Star Trek Beyond and thing and Big Eyes, and things like that. How is that a different experience than doing these smaller, you know? Uh, television films is is it just a lot, just a lot yeah. bigger, or and what's the kind of the difference in, for you?
1: Well, um, I would say the the biggest difference is probably in budget, and what what sure. more money does is it buys you more time. Okay. So even if the movie is a hundred pages, like because these hallmark movies that we do for TV are a hundred pages, and mm-hmm. uh, you know a feature film can be a hundred pages to two hundred pages. So, in a, in a feature like Big Eyes, um, where I worked with Tim Burton and Christoph uh uh-huh. we had, you know, on the call sheets, on the schedule that you get on the day, you have, you know, maybe one scene that you're shooting that day, and we'll spend all day shooting that one scene. And that scene could be two pages, or it could be three. So, in the TV land, you have seven to ten seems to shoot in a day wow. just because we don't have enough time there's there's not enough time so the quicker so the pace is the, the most different yeah. in in the tv land compared to feature film land and uh, and that just has to do with money the more money you have the more time you have that's interesting
0: yeah so it's it's uh, is it sort of more pressure in a way or less uh, both of them are there or are they just different they're just different
1: it's just different like I, I've talked to actors about this and um some people like the tv world better than they like the feature film world because feature film if you think about it you're shooting two pages a day uh-huh. that can get kind of boring right. you know if there's yeah. a lot of waiting around there's a lot of setting up right so you know I read a lot of books you get a lot of knitting done or whatever <laughs> whereas in tv it goes by fast. So you're, you're on your toes, you're moving constantly. Um, There's a sense of urgency that is not boring, right? Because Uh you've got to get it done. You got to get it done fast. So it goes by faster. Yeah. They're just different.
0: Yeah. That's, that's interesting for sure. All right. Well, we like to end our interviews with what we call the team beat questions. And these are a bunch of silly questions that Amber found in an old issue of team beat plus a few of our own. So, Nice. Here we go. What is the best ice cream flavor?
1: Uh, Chocolate chip cookie dough.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, What is your favorite color? Yellow. Oh, good. Okay. What music are you into right now? Ooh, folk. Oh, cool. Do you have any favorite uh, singers, folk singers?
1: Ooh, who am I listening to right now? Oh, I can't remember their name, but I found this Mm -hmm. wonderful artist. Um uh you know what I've been listening to like what is on my playlist right now? Nineties mix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Spotify. Nice. Very like the old
1: PLC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh what is your go to date night food?
1: Ooh, probably Italian, like a good pappardelle pasta.
0: Oh, that's, see, that's smart, too, because you don't want to get spaghetti, because then you'll spill on it. Mm, <laughs> it's too tricky. It's hard <laughs> to eat. <laughs> so that's a good, good pasta choice. <laughs> uh, okay, what is your go-to date night activity?
1: Um, a hike, mm-hmm. like a nice walk,
0: uh-huh.
1: and some, some music. Some, somehow I'm going to see some music, maybe outdoors or something. That would be ideal okay great
0: all right uh dogs or cats
1: um, okay good
0: <laughs> uh beaches or mountains
1: Ooh, i love vancouver i have beaches and mountains I i'm know. so spoiled rub it in i would say beach
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> me too i'm the same uh okay would you rather be in a fancy
1: dress or in sweats oh who doesn't want to be in sweats? <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah all right what is your favorite holiday to celebrate
1: oh i think um i'm a fan of halloween i gotta say i love dressing up i love playing characters and and pumpkin seeds and jack-o'-lanterns i love all that
0: yeah what what was your last uh costume that you did
1: what was i last year oh i was a mad scientist
0: oh i was like an
1: einstein crazy
0: mad scientist <laughs> yeah that's cool i was an angel last year and so that was fun <laughs> i tried to get amber to be the devil but she refused <laughs> i no know fun i know <laughs> but uh, but yeah i actually think i enjoyed the prep work of halloween even more than the actual day i i really like like thinking about my costume and and uh, putting it all yeah. together and it's really fun to do so i it's definitely up there for me plus it's you know obviously the candy kind of like the hell candy
1: <laughs> the of course, best. Of
0: course. <laughs> uh all right last question and this is hard for people in canada so you can pick one of your own but what is your favorite hallmark movie oh.
1: um i'm gonna say oh well, I'm gonna say any of the Christmas ones because okay. I watch those during Christmas and it's just always makes you feel good. So the Christmas yeah. movies are my, my my jam.
0: Yeah. They're my, my favorite.
1: favorite
0: they're, so, they're kind of my gateway drug to Hallmark.
1: Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: To the Christmas movies. So well hopefully we'll get to see you in some Christmas movies this uh, this year. And that'll be really fun. Yeah. And- yeah. So thanks so much for coming and talking with us. This was a lot of fun.
1: Thank you for having me. This is a super duper treat. <laughs> well, do you have social media that you'd like to share for our listeners? I do. Yeah. You can follow me. My uh, Twitter is Fiona Vroom and so is my Instagram, just uh, Fiona Vroom. And um, yeah, that's all.
0: Great. You guys well, too. Yeah, we'll have that all in the description section. So definitely follow Fiona. And thanks again for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. Have a
0: good day. Okay, bye. Bye, guys thanks so much to fiona for coming on the podcast really enjoyed talking with her let us know if you have any comments or questions or anything in the comment section or on twitter we'd love to hear your thoughts and uh, please consider becoming a patron of the podcast Uh, it's so much fun we do a live movie watch uh, once a month where we give our commentary we have our facebook group it's so much fun we try to give you extras which try to make it definitely worth your while so check out the Patreon group. We also have our feedback show that we would love to hear your thoughts on if you send us email feedback at homeworkiespodcast.com or you can call and leave a feedback at 801 855 6407. We also have our merch store which has tons of fun stuff. So check that out. Make sure you're following us on social media. We try to post every single day. If you're listening on iTunes, if you can give us your ratings and reviews, if you're listening on YouTube, if you can give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, sure. Appreciate it. And you can follow me at Rachel's reviews all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And so please do that. And thanks again. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye.